As my great-grandfather said back in 1947 when we first opened, Camp Firewood is more than just a summer camp. Camp Firewood is an idea, a promise, a way of life. Well, promise, way of life, I covered that. All right, I just want to have a quick meeting with the junior staff before the buses get here. All right, some of you were campers here last year, but now you're all 16 or 17 years old. So do not think that being a counselor means that you are campers with drinking privileges. These are some things that will not happen here this summer, especially if you all want to last eight weeks and see Alan Shemper host the talent show on the last night. First and foremost, there will be no relations between campers and counselors. This includes dry humping, necking, wet humping, finger banging, wheelbarrowing, the old one-two, the old one-two-three, the old one-two-three-four, the Bavarian pretzel, Denver omelets, the double-double, the double-down, the triple-double, the double-dip, the daily double, saltwater taffying. Basically, any skin-to-skin contact is a no-no. That's right, folks. We are back. Steve, what... What episode are we even back for? I like scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. scotch. Down in my belly. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> um, is this episode gate teen? No? no? Anybody? <sighs> Let's go. To another episode of Something Gate, everybody. You stuck with us for 18 episodes. Can you believe it? 18. Holy shit, that's been almost 18 hours of pure Steve, Jared, and assorted other guests that have been nothing but fantastic, value-added assets to this program. I think we're well above 18 hours, though, because most of our episodes are an hour and a half. I was going to say, I think you're cute if you think you're at less than 18 hours. (laughs) And that voice is none other than Claire Sampson, the host of Vagina Dialogues or Vag Dialogues on the Disease Network. We're happy to welcome her back. She'll be recording her next episode here very shortly. I've been on a long hiatus, you know, girl problems. Uh, (laughs) Just say you're on your period. Let's chalk it up to that. It's been a really long period, like all summer long. So... That's a great Kid Rock song. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> all summer long or I've been on my period? Um, all I've summer been, long, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of uh, I've Been On My Period by Kid Rock. I'm just... <laughs> I didn't either, but maybe you knew yeah. something I didn't. In the uh, tradition of um that just happened, I'd like to give a little, nice little shout out to uh, Anne, Dr. Ann Todd Karkowski for the, uh, the Glen Morange mm. from her and Tim. My pledge brother. I like that you think it was Anne only that thought of it. No, I just, you know. Who's pledge brother? Our. All three of our (laughs) pledge brother. (laughs) My my official unofficial doubles partner, unless all all the podcasts show up, then I'm going to be in a fucking pickle. (laughs) And I may be disowned by my uh, pod mate. My uh, superhero to my sidekick. Eh. 
It's okay. I can let you moonlight. I mean, Robin did eventually go on to lead the Teen Titans, so that's true. Hey, I got I got to to take care of the JV if squad, you, man. If you if you and Arsenal want to team up, I I can't <laughs> stop you. That's awesome. I mean, we are the only. I mean, we are pledge brothers. We are back to back to back. Co-twos, I mean... Representing the last three years of Co-twos. Last year is 2012, 2013, 2014, back-to-back-to-back. Beta Kappa, something gay, owning that shit. It's true. So, Steve, let me ask you this, man. So, we've been talking about it for a while. We've been holding off on watching it. You came over, Claire was out of town, doing stuff with Mel and Amanda, who's been on the show before on her show, and our show, and... My question is, Steve, what did we watch as uh, a Netflix original we that we have been talking about for weeks at a shot? We have watched uh, the Netflix original series Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp. Oh, my God. And how many episodes did we watch so uh, far? We watched four episodes in a row. Steve, what, what what's your initial opinion of that? Um, fucking epic. <laughs> Holy fuck, guys. This shit is hilarious. I walked in and these bitches were laughing their asses off. <laughs> we're, we're giggling like little schoolgirls, man. So, back many, many episodes ago, I think we uh, talked to you guys, the people listening, about um, when he and I were record. Did we record and then watch? Yeah, we recorded and then uh, then watched some movies. Yeah, we sat down. So, we, we recorded, proceeded to, uh, we had a nice little weekend off, proceeded to... Uh, have a few more drinks and watch Wet Hot American Summer. We had heard people talk about it. No big deal. We're like, hey, it's on Netflix. We haven't seen it yet. Let's. And Steve and I, as we do, will every now and again just pick a random fucking movie and put it on. And we did it. Wet Hot American Summer was the first one of the double feature. And then we rolled right into John Wick. And that's when we fell in love with that movie. And that, I, I mean... I've shown that movie to probably a handful of people that have loved it as much as I have. Claire loved it. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Wet Hot American Summer was one that I was like, it, it's one of those movies where you hear people talk about it, and it was record, it was uh, filmed back in two thousand one. Yep. So by the time we watched it, it had been thir- what 13, 14 years 14 old by then, years, right? Yeah. Because we started recording twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was fourteen years old at the time, and I'm like, there's no way that there is a funny ass movie. This old that I haven't seen. Yeah, and watching it, I, I remember seeing the trailers for it when it came out. And I I don't know why I didn't see it then, but I don't think I appreciated how how, how much of a parody it was. No, I I, I really thought they were trying to make like that camp movie. Like, like all I saw was meatballs when I saw it. All <laughs> yeah. I saw was meatballs, and I'm like, I've seen meatballs. I'm but good. they they spoofed meatballs, which so they spoofed a spoof. spoof and right, I'm like, yeah. and they pulled it off. So, and I mean, having everybody. In it is, you know... Yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> insane. I mean, I mean, you got H. John Benjamin, Paul Rudd. You got the guy from uh, Law & Order, right? SVU. <laughs> You've got uh, Molly Shannon. You've got um, Fat... What's his name? You got Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Fat Bradley Cooper. This is, Okay, this movie is filmed... Let's, let's put that in perspective. Fat for Bradley Cooper. He's yeah. still yeah. a specimen. Fat Bradley Cooper is still... Tight Bradley Cooper, buddy. You you can tell he's fat Bradley Cooper. Um, I, everybody's in this movie. I mean, Chris Pine is in this movie. Well, no, Chris Pine's in the TV show. Uh, sorry, yeah, TV. I'm sorry, yeah, at the, at the point, TV show. I mean, we're the Al's in TV show. So, anyway, we watch this movie, and you and I sat on the couch and giggled like kids. I, I mean, I, separate like, sides of the couch. Well, I mean, we're close enough, you know. Separate sides of the couch. We, we had we had a. 
we, we had a pillow between There's us. There's a courtesy seat. There, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't ever sit on top of each other. No. 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 And I, I feel bad because Claire hasn't seen it yet. And this is going to be the part of the show probably where Claire's a little bit quiet. It's I, okay. I apologize. I'm sure you're all very grateful. <laughs> but after seeing, after seeing this TV show, I'm so geeked about it. And I really want you to see it. Like, I really, really, really want you to watch it. I think it's yes. super important you watch. Now that I've seen the TV show, you have to watch the movie first. Okay. Yes. I'll do that. I think I'm free in like December for it like is a week. Decided. Uh, no, you're gonna watch it tomorrow with me. When? Tomorrow night. Okay. It's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I have a project that has to be completed tomorrow evening. Oh, that's true. That's true. I have a top that's secret true. project that has to I be completed. A, super secret. Super squirrel shit. I have a bottle of whiskey that says you don't watch it tomorrow. Mm. I'm probably not watch it tomorrow. <laughs> I might watch it tomorrow. Maybe we can put it on while Amanda, Claire, and I work on our super super oh, secret no, project. You gotta watch it. Like I there's just, so much. There's so much. But we'll be working right on this table. Then we could probably watch. We'll it Probably tomorrow. put it on. You could probably. You could. What do you think, Steve? Can you watch? Can you watch that movie and not watch it? I believe so. Because um, if you want me to watch it, like I said, I'm free in like I don't know December. I could maybe watch it next day. I no. work from home. Look, if if I can watch it drunk. You can watch it while doing something and gain. Don't you think, Steve? If I, if I, I can watch it, I think it's perfectly feasible. How much stuff? Were, how much stuff were we talking about today? Watching TV show? I'm like, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. It's true. I think you'll gain the same respect for it. So, like, you know, you distracted versus me drunk yeah. is probably the same. You'll hear, you'll hear somebody's voice and you'll watch it for five minutes. And you'll be like, ah, and you'll catch something funny. You'll go back to what you're doing and repeat for hour and forty five minutes. Hour forty five minutes. But it's a good uh, yeah. Niles. Niles from Frasier's in it. Janine Garofalo. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, Janine Garofalo in the TV show, though. That's a bad 50, man. Molly Shannon, too. She's getting up. But you know who looks great in that fucking TV show? I know. Ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me. You. Elizabeth Banks. Oh, God, yeah. Good God. She's an attractive woman. Yes, she is. She is a very good woman. And smart and funny. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. So, Steve... Now we kind of gave our love to the movie again. Where, where, so first look, first glance, first gut response to the TV show on Netflix. Where, I mean, like, what's your what's your opinion? What do you think? I think, like I said before, I think it's epic. Um, it's hilarious. Um, it, I don't know what else to say. Okay, it's <laughs> so so people so the people that haven't seen it yet. Okay, by the way, I loved it as well. Um, so far, we're only four episodes, and I think it's what, 12 episodes? I didn't 10, 12, I mean, it, it's not, it's not like 15, 16, 18 I mean, we're, we're on the fourth episode, and it's already 7 o'clock at night, so if it's only the first day of camp the rest of it the may season, it's... It may be eight episodes? Maybe 10. 8, 10, maybe, okay. But... I know how we can find out. We can. Yes, you can. So why don't you go ahead and research that for a minute. Um, but my question is this, Steve. If somebody hasn't seen the movie, or seen the TV show, as, as Claire... Do you feel that you should watch the movie first to get the the full, complete fun out of the TV show, or do you think it's really interchangeable? Um, I would encourage watching the movie first because I think there's a lot of little nods to what happens in the movie that you're not going to get until you um, see everything. I kind of agree with you. What I'd like to challenge are so nine episodes, eight, eight episodes. It looks like a yeah, it looks like a trailer at the end. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a two-minute trailer. So eight episodes. Yep. So we're, so we are... So we could power through this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so what I would like to do is if, if there's anybody listening to the episode, to this episode, uh, number 18, that has not seen Wet Hot American Summer, the movie, or Wet Hot American Summer, the TV show, please do me a favor, watch the TV show first... Then watch the movie and give me your opinion on both. I'd like to just see a counterpoint to it because I obviously can't unsee the movie and give a give a unbiased opinion on. We'll finish your glass of whiskey. We'll talk. <laughs> so we've ex- you know we've kind of gone over this and over this and over this a bunch of times of what out American Summer. Anyway, it's it's great. Watch it. I love it. Um, and this kind of brings me another thing we talked about earlier today that I, I kind of wanted to go over. Um, We've told our listening audience a bunch of times, hey, you got to see this movie, you got to see this movie. It's not been the, oh, you haven't seen it, what the hell? But it's been like, oh, you got to see this movie. So that leads me to this question, Claire and Steve. What movie haven't you seen that everyone else says you've got to see this movie or can't believe you didn't see it? I have lists. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Think about it for a minute. Because, like, he, he, I didn't bring this up to you earlier, so, so take a minute, you know, get, get a handful of them together. I mean, I've got my list a little bit here written down. Steve, I mean, do you do you have a couple going right the, now? The first, everyone seems really shocked that uh, I haven't seen any of the Harry Potters. You haven't seen any of the Harry Potters? None, None of them? Case in point. None of them. <laughs> you haven't seen I've, Princess Bride either, which is I had, shocking. Um, I saw bits and pieces of the first Harry Potter uh, because I was dating a girl who was super into it, and I think I saw bits and pieces of the... Sixth one? A later one, regardless, yeah. right? I think it might have been part one of Deathly Hollows, whichever one the little elf looking guy dies in. That was okay. part one of Deathly Hollows. Yep, yep. You're correct. Okay. Uh, I also have not uh, seen the complete Godfather trilogy. Nope, haven't seen that either. I've, I've seen, seen most any, of I... one and maybe part of two. And that see, and that's number one. Like when I went when I when I wrote this idea down and I wrote my list. That was number one. I have not seen The Godfather. I've seen bits and pieces. Like, I understand the... And honestly, you know, I don't understand the gist of it. I, I really do not understand the plot points of this movie. I get the, I get the uh, relationship, and I understand what the relationship is, but I don't understand the plot driver of the movie. However, I know the, the um, horse head scene. I've seen that as, like... Sure, I mean it's been, it's kind of like how I was with, uh, with Princess Brides. It's it's echoed into so many other things that you right. it's just such a part of I the mean, culture. Godfather's in Futurama. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, we haven't seen um, Dances with Smurfs. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> yes. Right. That's, that's what I said. Yeah, I mean Avatar. I've I've seen enough of it to know that I don't want to watch Fern Gully again. But that didn't make my list because I think that's more that's. That's like, oh, you haven't seen you haven't seen Avatar. It's like, well, I've seen Which enough. Of I've, it. I've, I've, I still highly recommend it. It's I think it's an excellent film. It's a visually fantastic movie. I haven't seen Bambi. You mm. haven't seen Bambi. I haven't seen Bambi. Nope. I haven't seen Bambi. Holy shit! Doesn't work out well for his mom. I I know that nope. from all these things, but <laughs> nope. I've never actually seen Bambi. So here here's one of the uh, another one that I wrote down that is a that is just like a penultimate one that people say that's just an amazing movie that I haven't seen is Citizen Kane. Never. Yeah, neither have I. 
no desire to see it. I have zero desire to sit down for an I, hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours the, and watch it. The movie. only reason I want to sit down and watch it is to catch all the Simpsons references that I missed. Because apparently, I think uh, they interviewed uh, Matt Groening one time and he was like, it's probably our, our most quoted movie. So I'm just sure. wondering what in it I've seen but not seen. You sure. know what I mean? Understandable. Um other 80s movies, right? Because, like, we look at Wet Hot American Summer. I know it's been kind of the theme, and that's what kind of brought it to my mind when we talked about it a little bit earlier today. Um, and when we were talking to... The other thing that popped into my mind was when we were, when I was listening to them, that just happened. Shout out to them. Hashtag UTJH. www.facebook.com slash hashtag UTJH. They talked about... Uh, Tropic Thunder and how bad of a movie it was. Uh, yeah, correction, you mean how awesome of a movie that was? That was they, on the other day, and I was like, I don't, yes. I don't think they missed. Did they call no, it bad? No, they, they just said no, it they wasn't didn't say funny. It was, no, they just said it, they said it wasn't. What they said was is that it was the it was the um. Now I know I'm going to misquote you. I apologize, guys. It's okay, Jared, because we all make mistakes. Are <laughs> you not liking Tropic Thunder? <laughs> what is it? We all make mistakes and we... We all have regrets. We all have regrets. But paying too much for car insurance shouldn't be one of them. <laughs> so call a limb insurance at... Whatever their phone number is. Because <laughs> I don't pay that close of attention. A limb insurance in, in case, case it happens. happens. <laughs> See, we didn't do it right, so we can't be in trouble for stealing your sponsor. Right. And I don't want any money either, so it's okay. <laughs> it's called a parody, guys. Um, it's a spoof, <laughs> just like Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> but what they talked about was um, how Tropic Thunder was the worst version of the Three, the three Amigos. Amigos, or how okay. the Three Amigos was like. Uh, they're basically saying the like standard. the Three Amigos yeah. was the original Tropic Thunder. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah, Three Amigos was the original Tropic Thunder, and none of them really liked it except for the Tom Cruise cameo. Okay. Which is hilarious. Funny. I'll give you that. So, I accidentally came across the list, like, 100 movies you must see before you die, but it's not 90B's top 250, but of that list, it made me think, I've never seen The Goonies. You can leave the show now. I've never seen... No, you can can get off the set. Get off the set. Now, the rest of... I've seen quite a few of the rest of this list that's on here, but I did see one other that... I haven't seen most of the major horror movies... Okay, um, over well, you, but you know, I mean, that's yeah. a, but that's a genre. That's I mean, a genre if there's a genre you don't like, I under, yeah. I understand. I understand I, not seeing one of those. Yeah, I don't think I've seen all the Friday the Thirteenth. No, I've seen all the Friday the Thirteenth. I don't think I've seen all the Nightmare on Elm Street. I've seen ne- one through five. Never seen Dead then, Poet Society. That's another one I know. Okay, that that's one that really like not so much like that. Oh, why haven't you seen this movie? But like with your literary background and your literary like love of books and, and love of learning and things like that and I just I find it I'm not saying oh god go see that movie because I don't right. think it's necessarily holy fuck go see this movie it's going to change your life but I'm just very surprised here you haven't seen that movie yeah I really am um when you pop back to the 80s because like like you're thinking about White American Summer Three Amigos it kind of got me thinking um there are some movies that popped up in the 80s that I just didn't see and I don't ever really care to see. Those, I'm going to name them like one of three, bang right now, maybe early 90s one with it, but Fast Times at Ridgemont High, 16 Candles, and Dazed and Confused. You've never seen 16 nope. Candles or Dazed and Confused? Oh, nope. Dazed and Confused is a staple in the Barda household. Never seen it. I mean, there's a GTO judge in the opening credits. Of course wow. it's a, in I've the Barda household. Um, 
I, I am going to tell you to watch that. Oh, I haven't seen all of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I've actually never seen any of Monty. I think I've seen, like, seconds of Monty pieces Python. Pieces of it? Pieces, yes. But hold on. Can you tell the audience at home? What? No. What? No. I know what? where you're going. No. For her. I know where you're going. No. Where are what you going? Mean, no. I, mean I want to know. I want to know what Monty Python movies you've seen. What Monty Python movies? Have yes, seen? I've seen The Life of Brian. Uh-huh. Thanks to my friend Brian. Shout out to Brian. You're probably never going to listen to this, but Brian, thanks again for introducing me to the good Monty Pythons. Brian who? Brian Cook. There you go. Name. Uh, lives in Chicago. Nice dude. What's up, dude? Chicago? Anyways, huh? Chicago? Chicago? Um, I have also seen um, all of The Flying Circus. That's a TV show. I know, but it's still Monty Python. Right, so what movies are oh, Monty Python? sorry. Um, I can sing most of, um, and quote most of, uh, The Meaning of Life, which is an awesome one if you've never seen it. It's got some great, great tunes in there. I quote it pretty frequently, probably every couple weeks. <laughs> it pops up in there because uh, there's some funny scenes in that one. Um, but I've I've seen those. That's good. I might have seen. What, others. what are you What are you giving me shit for? See, what are you thinking? Move on. No, no, no. I want to know. No, 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 we, no. You said it. It can't be unsaid. No, it's on. Dis- it's on recording. We've discussed. We're gonna sit this. here and go over it. I want to know. Seen the first half of history of the world. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we can just move on from that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, are there any other movies that you haven't seen that anybody says you've got it's, to see this movie? Well, it's hard to say though because you know a lot of the times when I don't see something, it's because I I don't know about it. It's just not on my radar, so it's. Not but that's okay. Like, like stick it in my head or but, anything. But the same. But at the same time, if you. For instance, Steve, like you, like you've done to me a few times now. You've gone, dude. You've got to see this movie, right? You're like, I can't believe you haven't seen this. Look at, look at Starry Eyes. Look at um, the Wolf movie. Yeah, but those right? are those are under the radar. That's it doesn't matter. But what have you? What did you tell me? I told you to watch them. You've got to see this movie, didn't you? Yes. Okay. And what do I do? Procrastinate for three months and, and then, then finally I see them. <laughs> right. Okay. But I take. It's not very often that I take somebody's word for what I gotta see, and I take your word very seriously for what I gotta see. That doesn't mean that I would listen to somebody else and they'd say, "Oh, hey, you gotta see this movie," and I'm gonna go, "Oh, let me cut two and a half hours on my fucking life and watch this movie." So I, but do you, are there any more out there that you guys can think of that like, "Oh, you haven't seen this"? I mean, I mean, if not, I've, I've got another topic right around the corner, and that's okay. I'm going through like top hundred lists. I've yeah, seen like, I've seen quite a few of them. I haven't seen I've, a lot of the old like classics. I've never seen uh, Blade Runner all the way through. I have I own Bla- I own Blade Runner. Just to comment on that, I've owned Blade Runner. I, it was one of the first DVDs aside from Dune that I bought. I watched Blade Runner for the first forty five minutes and fall asleep within the first forty five to fifty six minutes of it every time. Can I make a side note as the falling asleep as I am epic on falling asleep? Absolutely. That is the thing I loved about John Wick, which you guys mentioned earlier. That is one movie that I was expecting to like crash out on the couch while it was on and I was like, damn, this movie is good. Once, yeah. the, once the first eighteen people got shot in the face, you just have to finish you it. You do. But I think Starry Eyes was another one that was on that as yeah. as you guys were watching it, like I I kept I felt bad because then I was like, Wait, what's, wait, what's this. going on? What's yeah. going on? Yeah, because you, you were here when I watched it, it right? 
Steve? No, no. We were. I was. Yes, we all watched. No, no, no. no we I was sitting here by myself. We all watched Stakeland. Stakeland oh, together. together. No, but I was sitting here by oh, myself. We did the same thing. Right, but you came home. You came yes. home, and I was about a half an hour into it. And she's like, "Oh, she's just kind of like dinking around." And I had all the lights off in the house. <laughs> I was sitting down, just like having a beer, watching this. Like, dude, I was locked into this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. She comes in. She's like, "Oh, okay, it's on." She's like, "I'll be quiet." So you watch my movie. Cool. Great. Then about twenty-five minutes, later, she's like, "So." What's going on? And I'm like, I'm like uh-huh. she's like, I'm just, she's like, I'm just gonna lay. She kind of laid down. She's like, I'm just gonna lay here for a minute, like you know. Oh. And then, and then it happened, and I'm like, she's like, so why is I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, and I and I stopped because I'm like, okay, th- there's like that movie. You can really, you can really get the up until about an hour and fifteen minutes into it, you can pretty much put the plot synopsis together mm-hmm. in about a thirty second statement. Yeah. Right. So I was like, "Look, if you, if you, I said, look, if you're gonna watch this movie, I'm pausing it now, and you're watching this movie with me, and that's it. But here's the deal. Boom. She's like, cool. Locked in. She did the same shit to me when I watched uh, Breaking Bad. She she started she started paying attention in the last four fucking episodes, and I started watching Better Call Saul. Luckily, in Better Call Saul, she got back. She got into like episode two. She's like, I'm not doing this again on Breaking Bad. So we're, just, we're just in. I'm like, thank God, because dude, like the last few episodes of Breaking Bad, I didn't want to explain to her all of the backstory, but I did. Cause, I watched know, most of the last season love, of Breaking Bad. Just, did. I did it to you on Justified too. You did? Oh yeah, Justified. I'm in the last four freaking episodes of Justified. She's like. So, why does Raylan not like that guy? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, hold on, let me write you a freaking <laughs> novel. Never seen either of them. I thought of one other oh, one. Oh, dude. Show that is a classic that most people have seen. Like, a lot of the old classics I have in a Citizen came, blah, blah, blah. But It's a Wonderful Life, never I've seen never it. I've never seen that either. I haven't seen it. Um, we were not It's a Wonderful Life people. Yeah, I know the, uh, we were all Christmas Story. Whatever, uh, Christmas yeah. Story, and then the, uh, what, what's the uh, claymation anime Animated Rudolph, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, but, but it's like a certain. But anyway, that's like you know Rudolph and um, the the uh, Heat Miser, Cold Miser. Yeah, yes. like mm-hmm. oh god, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it, um, it's a it's a specific claymation. Group yeah, the Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes. Yeah, that whole pile of stuff. Yeah, I love Rudolph. Okay, so let me ask you this, then, guys. So what? So are there movies out there that? Everybody's like, oh man, that's such a great movie. It's the best thing ever. And you're like, nah, I don't really care for it. Or, I mean, I'm not saying like you're going, oh, that's the biggest piece of dog shit ever. I don't like <laughs> it. But it's like, you know what? Um, I, hey, great movie. If you like it, fine. I have no technical issues with it. But I just don't give a shit about it. Because this popped up on our uh, on our podcast peeps message a little bit, which is what kind of spurred yeah. this conversation with me. I so what do you got? thought... Vanilla Sky had the dumbest fucking ending ever. Well, there's a lot of movies that have dumb fucking endings. I don't, think you're, gonna, was, I don't think you're gonna meet anybody that says, "Oh, Vanilla Sky is a great." I'm like, true. I thought but that I, I'm was talking. Terrible. I'm talking about movies that are like that. People go, "What? You don't like that? What the shit?" <laughs> Avatar. Steve does that to you constantly. I do not do it constantly. I merely disagree. Incorrectly. I see. I, I think more than me not liking mainstream or me not liking something that everybody else loves. I think more than that, I tend to like movies. 
I think movies that are under the radar are better than some of the movies other people think which are. Which is which is fine. I mean, which is fine. But like you, you start talking like Disney movies and stuff. Like everyone's like, yeah, Lion King. You know, like they're all like these big ones. And I'm like, yes, those are good. But I kind of like some of the under other right. underrated and ones. I know, I know, you and a lot of people love Hercules. Love and I Hercules. can't stand Hercules. I hate it with a passion. Love Hercules. Hate it. All the wrong and all the land. That's understandable. I mean. What are you doing, dog? I think she needs... Does she have water, Steve? Our poor dog would never get love if there wasn't a Steve at our house. Hang on. Water break for the dog. She's dying. Connor fed her. Missed, missed the other half. Well, he tried. It's something. Hashtag dog love. Hashtag dog So, one movie that we talked about on the podcast, peeps. Um, we got this little Facebook group that we talk about with Scott Advantage Dialogues, Something That Just Happened, Das Drunks, uh, Something Gate, and then there's a new episode. There's a new show that they're um, putting together with Ryan and Caesar. Caesar's been on the, on um, That Just Happened. Ryan's been on um, That Just Happened. They're in the group now. And uh, one of the ones that I brought up that I didn't like was um, I really don't give a shit about Back to the Future. I think I don't like the movie at all. I, like, I don't like Back to the Future one, Back to the Future two. I actually like Back to the Future three, mm-hmm. but I would, but because because of what I like in Back to the Future three, this is how bad it is for me. Okay, so when you when you're ranking this, I would rather watch Wild Wild West than Back to the Future three. <laughs> um, I, I consider them the same movie. Yeah, I don't. Um, Sorry. Yes. You know, I don't I don't geek out about Back to the Future the way I do about things that I love, love, love. Right. Like if it's on the bo- uh, Jacob and Zach love it. I mean, okay. There's, there's a cool car in it, so of course they're right. on board. Um I you know, it's it's got a good score and it's cast well. It's kind of dated at this point, which right. is probably why Nick and uh, Luke rebooted it. Right. But, uh, Shut up. Um you know, I don't have any particular issue with it, but if it's, you know, if it's on TV and Aliens is on TV, yeah, Aliens is going to win. You know, I think there's, which is funny because Aliens is also, like, probably contemporary with Back to the Future on times of t- t- terms of release, correct, uh, in some ways? six for Aliens. When did Back to the Future come out? Probably 80, later 80s, right? No. 82. No. Oh, I thought 84. it was about 88. I thought it was mid-80s. Why don't you uh, hit that IMDb, IMDb Claire? Jeremy. Uh, um, Jeremy DB. Jeremy. Why are you never awake when we record? Right? Dick. He's old or something. <laughs> um, damn. But at the same time, I feel like the problem with Back to the Future is it is a little I'm no it's not breakfast clubby but it's almost breakfast clubby we are almost too young to have really been like Michael J Fox is not of our of not of our yeah. age oh, I get what you're so saying. we were a little like you know like I think it's I almost want to say like 1983 or something uh, um, you know what, I, you know what, 1985 85 yeah, 85 okay. 89 and 90 so like for okay. me when part 3 came out I was 7 yeah. you know um which is Old enough to, like, I guess, enjoy it, but not super be into it. I mean, it was on growing up, but I don't think, though it's got some classic moments to it, it doesn't hold, like, some of those, like, it wasn't part of our formative child years, like some other things were, Mm -hmm. nor was it enough of a classic to have made a lasting impact. I think that's, honestly, you hate to throw out the age gap, but those five years make a difference sometimes on some of that stuff. And then Back to the Future, though, I like the movies. I don't have this, like, which is funny because Tim... Uh, Karkowski loves Back to the Future. Him and Andrew. Just, I mean, that's their shit. Love it. And it's like, you know, it's it's one of those, um, 
skipped a generation of technology movies uh, with me. I, I believe we had it on VHS, and I only just recently bought it on Blu-ray for the nephews. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like never made it into the DVD pile for that, that was, <laughs> for that, that block of time. Was that? But that wasn't that wasn't purchased solely for the nephews. Yeah, I mean, I saw it, and it was I think it was something like 20, you guys can kind of bond over. Like, yeah, yeah I saw Sounds Grown Up. You guys like it. I, yeah, I, that it makes is, sense. I it think is, it was like twenty bucks for the whole trilogy. It's and again, not like I said, in my pile of stuff, like right. I, we've never owned it together. We've been and, together this long, and, and like I said, this, is, this isn't it. a thing for me. Like this isn't me shitting on movies, going like, oh, it's a shitty movie. I can't believe you like no. it. This is me going, wow, these like critically acclaimed movies. They've yeah. won Academy Awards. They've done things. And I'm just like Michael I J. Fox, just good actor. Don't, I don't. Christopher Lloyd, love Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. My favorite Michael J. Fox role, yeah, was in um, Doc Holiday. I love Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. <laughs> Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Yeah. Like, Doc Hollywood. I'm like, or what's it? The Frighteners. I loved him in The Frighteners. I just, I just don't care for that movie. I, it's there's nothing wrong with the movie. It's just not my wheelhouse. Then again, I was three, four. I was what three, six, and nine. Three, six, and eight. Out. Eight when they came yeah. out. So another one that I, another one that I don't care for. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I do like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, that is one of the worst Matthew Broderick roles I've ever seen in my life. Uh, did you ever see Lady Hawk? Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Fair enough. Well, that, uh, that's one of the ones that I think should but, be uh, rebooted as a TV show. I think it's decent premise. Too much 80s no, synthesizer. Didn't you see Stepford Wives? That was probably his worst role ever. No. Um, yeah. No, I but actually I, like Matthew Broderick, and I like Ferris Bueller's I, I, love, I love Matthew Broderick. The producers. Okay, like, yeah, I, I love Matthew Broderick. I mean, sure. the producers. Lion King is a voice actor. Very good voice actor, because he didn't just even do it, like, in his voice. Like, he, he put it, he, he was Simba, right? No. Trainwreck? Yes. He was Simba. He was Simba. Older Simba. Older Simba. Yeah. I just remember. So, like, I love Matthew Broderick. And and when I think Matthew Broderick, 80s movie, I don't I don't go to Ferris Bueller's. And like I said, it's not a bad movie. There's nothing wrong with the movie, okay? When did he do Glory? Mid-90s? Uh, that was, ooh, I, that late Maybe? 80s, early 90s. I don't know, but that's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. But the one that I, the one that I pull when I think Matthew Broderick in the 80s, I go to War Games. Yeah. That's that's one I think, dude. Would you yeah. like to play a game? The, uh, that is my that's my jam. Prelude to Terminator. Yep. <laughs> and I I just love it. So it's not that either any of these movies are bad or anything. I just mm. I just I just don't care. I've never for seen them. Titanic. Titanic is a good movie. Never but seen I, Titanic. I wouldn't say. I mean, you know how it ends. I mean, it's it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> movie. I, and I'm not and I'm, I'm not making the standard joke, but Really? Sure. You and look I mean, at the interaction with, of the people with on... my with my man crush on James Cameron. I, it's amazing that I haven't seen it, but I know. I just, eh, never. See, I've always been a. I I've always liked it. Uh, you know, I was speaking of aging and being the right age. I was the right age for Titanic yes, to come out were. when it came out. You know, you're talking <laughs> like fourteen or so, yeah. fourteen, fifteen. Have always loved Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm talking always. I'm every movie he's been in, the old school stuff. I was watching um, things like Basketball Diaries and stuff like stuff that was not necessarily on the express Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet path. And I also was a ginormous fan, and still am, of Kate Winslet. Yo, uh, here. I know. There's nothing. I was up wondering here. what you were doing. And you know <laughs> that my heart will go on. Oh, I thought you were like making faces at yourself. I was wondering what the fuck you were doing. I'm like, are Sorry. you in love with yourself that much? <laughs> no, or... just flashback. 
Flashback. What was dance going break. On? Dance break. Hold on. Dance break. Is a huge fan of Kate Winslet. She was in two movies that I really, really liked. The first one was Sense and Sensibility, total, total chick flick. If anyone has not seen it, um, it's obviously a Jane Austen. Um, it's an, the Emma Thompson version, and it has basically the entire Harry Potter cast in it. Speaking of movies, um, Steve has not seen, but it does. It has like. All of the Hogwarts teachers are in this movie. All of them. And so she's in that. Um, but Kate Winslet was in that. And then she was in another one called, and I'm almost positive, it's called Heavenly Creatures. It was like one of Peter Jackson's first movies. Um, and it is Isn't like... separate from the very similarly named one that they just did? Um, I'm checking right now. Okay. Heavenly Creatures, it was came out in 94. Um... I'm almost yeah. It was director Peter Jackson. It was like early on in his career, and it is about like, like Dead Alive early on. Oh no, Dead Alive was a little bit before this. <laughs> Holy one, shit! Which I've seen. Um, <laughs> well, we we know Jeremy, so of course we've. Oh, seen the, uh, Dead, Dead Alive, Alive was '92, so this was two years later. Yeah. This is a story about two girls um, in like I think the '50s wait, wait, in Australia. Saw so two girls. Actually, there is kind of a lesbo scene. How many cups? None, but they do um, is there kill. A woman party. They kill the one girl's mother. Have you ever seen? Um... Let's talk about wild things for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> have... You gotta see that movie, bro. Yeah, have you ever like seen Two and a Half Men before? Yeah. 
the girl that crawls through the window all the time, his next yeah, door neighbor. The crazy one. She's the one, and she and Kate Winslet's her friend from a richer family, and the and the girl that climbs through the window, they um, they conspire to kill her mother because they decided her mother's the reason they can't be friends anymore. So they like go for a walk in the park and they beat her with stones. That's horrible. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and that's it's actually based on a true story. And then these girls that went to jail. Terrifying. Um, but that's what the movie's about. It's called Heavenly Creatures. It's okay. like Peter Jackson's and very early the on career. Woman in question. Her name is Rose yes. on Two and a Half Men. Oh, so I had her name. I just didn't realize. I didn't think yeah. anyone would recognize her name. It's uh, yeah. Melanie Lisinski or Linsky. Melanie Linsky. I mean, we want to be accurate. It is Melanie Linsky. Cool. So let me ask you this then. I mean, we're all we're. I kind of want to wrap up this topic in a minute here, kind of ending on this note. So we're all. I'd say we're all pretty much sci-fi nerds, right? At this I point, am. I've got my science moments. Fiction, well, science fiction, fantasy. I'll, let's just wrap it up. Science fiction, fantasy. Fair enough. Okay. And if you have a friend that says they're into science fiction, fantasy, okay, and they say. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? I haven't seen that movie. Like, like, and you just like lose, not like lose your mind. Like, oh my god, you're like, but like, like you go, oh my god, you, you like, you, you haven't seen this movie. You have. Here's my DVD and my Blu-ray copy. Here's a digital copy. Hold on, here's a bootleg. Let me give you my phone that's got this movie on. Like, what is that movie that you're going? You have to see this movie. Non comic book related. Like not not like a comic book movie though. The guy I work with. I told him that I really liked the new. Um, sorry to bang. I <laughs> crazy. Um, he Drink. wanted to know. We saw the new Star Trek, and he said I needed to see Wrath of Khan, maybe or something. Okay. One of the older Star Trek movies about that sounds legit, yeah. And yeah. he he like brought in the DVD for me to watch it, and That's finally I gave it back, I and I'm like, Meh. Uh, so I'm science fiction sci-fi nerd. I have not seen Wrath of Khan. I have never seen. Any of the original Star Trek stuff. Um, I've seen pretty much everything with Jean-Luc Picard in it, yeah, but nothing. Generations, First uh, Contact. The, the first, yeah. uh, first generation Star Wars. To, that might be why I like the reboots. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like The reboots are my wheelhouse because I'm, like, I'm like, I don't give a shit about the old. I mean, like, yeah. I, I love William Shatner. I love that old cast, but I just don't care about it. But so, so, so what is your movie? I can think of two that I say to somebody, I'm like, you haven't seen this, you you got to see these two movies. As far as sci-fi fantasy? Right, so, so, so let me give it to you. Okay. okay, mine, I'll show it out there. The two that I go, holy shit, you have to see these if you haven't seen them, are Serenity mm-hmm. and Starship Troopers. Mine is Stargate. I That's a great, Claire, that is a great pick. Thank you. That's a fantastic pick. Love me pick. some Stargate. Because my mom actually is kind of a sci-fi fan. And so she was the one watching Star Trek First Generation, Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So that's, she's the reason I've seen most of, Star, sure. most of Star Trek. Sure, sure. At least that, that era. Um, but as Stargate. And I'm not talking Stargate SG-1, because my... SG-1 roommate, is fucking awesome. You uh, shut up, because MacGyver's the best in that show. That was the funniest argument I've still ever had. What you got, Steve? Can I play the fantasy card? Absolutely. No. Dragonheart. Oh, Dragon I love Dragonheart. Dragon Heart. Awesome. That's another one. Yeah, I, I think Dragonheart is something you have to see. Speaking of I Hogwarts agree. teachers. One of my favorite movies of ever. The Dragonheart yes. is a fantastic movie. What is the Dragon movie with Christian Bale in it? Because um, I think that's a fantastic movie as well. Oh, you know what I'm talking what about? Talking about? Yep. Uh, the, um, and I know everybody listening home is going, ah, I know what it is. They're saying it right now, just like I wasn't. Um, that just happened on their last episode, trying to mm-hmm. name shit. 
Oh, they they missed so much stuff last Her, week. They misquoted stuff. They oh my god, they were, it's not, it was a great episode. But I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys have so much in there. Yeah. How old is it? Oh, ten years. Um, something sky, isn't it? No, it's um at least ten years or old old. Just probably just, ten years. It's it's be after Empire in the Sun and before. Oh, okay, Batman. I know what you're talking about now. Um, hold on. Hold on. Bear with us. I know what movie you're talking about. Oh, do you? Keep going. I know. No, Equilibrium, Rain of Fire. Rain yeah. of Fire. Yep. Um, by the way, Equilibrium, <coughs> fantastic movie. If you've oh, ever read yes. 19, if you've ever read 1984, Fahrenheit 451, any post-dystopian, V for Vendetta, if you like that movie or that graphic novel, any of those movies, comic books, books, please do yourself a favor and watch Equilibrium, because that is one of the best movies on yes. independent film budget I've ever seen in my life. Equilibrium is is an awesome And Steve movie. apparently hasn't seen it. No, I've seen okay. it. Okay, well, you, 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 you gave it to me. I thought so. I'm like, you're giving me the face. You're like, no, ah, no, I got no, something no. to say. I, um, I, the, the same guy who uh, directed it also did um, Ultraviolet. Yes. yes. Uh, I liked Ultraviolet. I liked Ultraviolet, I, I geek out on Ultraviolet. Have you seen Lucy yet? No. Okay, you, have, you haven't seen Lucy yet. So... Lucy is another is a movie that's got Scarlett Johansson in it. It's not good, but it's not bad. Hold on, it's 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 not. You're right. It's not good, but it's not bad. It's However, a- it's got about the same. I believe it's got Claire. You can run it for me right now, please. Against okay. Fanta- Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four. Okay. I think it's got about the same splat rating as Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four. Oh, and that's unfortunate. However, um, I watched Lucy. It was. It's been. That's one thing I like about having the X One DVR system from Comcast. Is I've got the ability to watch newer movies as they come out and it was on and Claire's like, we're going to watch this movie. So I watched it. It was an hour and a half long. Hey dude, if you're going to be a bad movie, be an hour and a half long. True. Don't be two. Don't be two. And yeah. don't. Fantastic four has an 8% critic, 21% user. And those users are idiots. Apparently. Yes. We love fantastic four. It's got to be. We like comics. Lucy is a 66% critic score and a 47% unit nice. score. It did not start that way. When it came out, it was bad. Don't you remember? Because we were going to yeah. look at watching it. It was like down. It was in the double. It was like in the 12s or 14s, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was not so good. Up. Okay, so Lucy, fun movie. Scarlett Johansson's awesome. And actually, she actually acts her ass off in it. She pretty, does. Her job is wonderful. The problem is, and this has been my this has been my tote, um, or totem that I've been carrying around. I have a hard time. Hold on. There, we <laughs> hold on. Don't say anything. But hold on. We've decided that sometimes bad movies are because of bad acting, and sometimes it's because of shitty writing and shitty producing. It is. Maybe maybe it's because I'm not in the theater. But how do you differentiate bad a bad actor from a bad role? A bad role. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. That's actually a pretty like, good I question. Here's you know what it is. You go. Would this be any better if somebody else was in it? Boom. If they were saying that's the exact the same lines. And so I'm gonna. I have several examples. That's actually that's a, I, actually the perfect basic. That's a basic way of explaining. I it. know you've seen Snow White and the Huntsman. Yes. Have you seen Snow White and the Huntsman? Nope. Okay. Um, in that movie, there are parts of it that are good. Charlie's Theron spot. spot. Um, Chris Hemsworth, and everyone goes, oh, Kristen Stewart ruined the movie. Nope, nope, nope. You know what ruined the movie? 20 minutes devoted to fucking, to, to, like, watching the camera span across landscape. That's what ruined the movie. They could have taken that 20 minutes and put in some goddamn plot. But they didn't. So they left a lot of things open, and so they're like, oh, it's because Kristen Stewart can't act. And I'm like, 
or because they didn't write enough for it. My other, my other big example is Christian Bale got a lot of shit. Like the first Batman Begins, everyone was like, oh my God, it's great. And then the second movie came out and Heath Ledger killed himself and everyone goes, oh my God, the Joker's great. But if you go back, I challenge people to go back and watch the second Batman movie and go, you know what? Christian Bale has no lines. Batman in that movie has so few lines that it's not a Batman movie. And that to me is writing, not the actor. You can say like, oh, he turned out to not be a good Batman. But if the Batman has no screen time, how is that Batman's fault? It's not. Anybody could have played Batman in the second Batman. You could have changed Batman in the middle of a series and it wouldn't have changed the outcome of the movie. That is a good example. That second, the second, um, what is that? Dark Knight. So, right. But that those are, I have, I, have, I have lots of examples. And there have been a couple recently, I know, that I've gone in and gone. It had such potential and fell so flat. So would, so would you say, I, Claire, I agree with you 100%. First of all, I, I, think, I think it makes, that, that's the perfect explanation of that. Mm-hmm. Would you say, Steve, that Aliens is something that somebody has to see? We're talking sci-fi fantasy. Does, does does Aliens fall into your? You have to see this movie only as part of the. You've had, you have to see both Alien and Aliens, not just as science fiction to action adventure, but as a proper example of a sequel. Have you? Okay, so here we're going with it. I like it, Claire. Mm-hmm. Have you seen both of those, or either either one of them? seen most of them. I'm pretty sure I watched Alien front to back. Pretty okay. sure I've seen the all of Alien. Alien. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen parts of Aliens and what's the, isn't there a third one? There's Alien a third three. and a fourth. Okay. Alien 3, okay. Alien Re- um, I've seen the one where she's in the mo- mechanical suit. That's Aliens. That's Aliens. aliens. That's so the... I guess I've seen mo- all of Alien and Aliens. Okay. Yeah, I, I not bring... to the point where I could really tell you. Okay, no, I, that's understandable. What I've read yeah. on IMDb, I, I bring that up for the same reason. Uh, we go back to, to Princess Bride. Like Aliens spawned, in my opinion, the entire um, action shooter genre in sure. video games. Dude, the, I agree. The archetypes agree. of the Space Marines are everywhere. That's. Duke Nukem, that's Doom, I mean, that's fucking... I honestly think Michelle Rodriguez owns her existence as an actress to Vasquez. She does. No doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and let, me, let me make a comment on what you said a few minutes ago, or a minute ago or so. Is Jeanette that, Goldstein, by the way, who was also in Terminator 2. Excellent. Is that until I saw Alien, because we talked about it before, back when this really early started, like when we started recording is that I had never seen Alien, right? Mm-hmm. And then we sat down and watched Alien, didn't we? We did. And what did I tell you? You, I believe your exact words were, because uh, we watched the first half of it, and I believe you had seen the second half, and you're like, it's great to see uh, how things got to where they got to. Right, because I, I had seen, like, from the point to where the guy was impregnated by the facehugger, and then the alien came out, I had seen post that scene. However, that whole suspense that is that is derived and, and where you're put in that movie, where, where the mindset that you're put in prior to that point, Thank you, I couldn't Rid- appreciate. Thank you, Ridley Scott. Right. Fantastic. So, 
I agree 100%, Steve, with your statement of it. I don't think you necessarily see to see, need to see Aliens because it's a, the, the greatest movie of all time. However, I think if you, you need to see Alien and Aliens to see a original and then a proper sequel. Not like, oh, we're doing the same shit again. For instance, Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator 2. That's just doing the same shit again. Granted, fun, you turn it on, you watch it. It is what it is. I, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to vomit my scotch. So can we just not mention those sure. movies ever? But what I'm saying is, but that I'm using that as as the as the polar opposite of, of what I'm saying. You're right, though. But what I'm saying is, it's a polar opposite. You go, holy shit, this is a sequel. Like you know, you know though, sometimes there's like things out there in terms of like the quote unquote word sequel. Like where... here's here's my here's my example of a bad sequel is. Uh, the sequel to Boondock, Boondock Saints, All Saints Day. Oh, it was so bad, dude. Did bad you watch it? I think I saved you from that, Claire. I did I? not watch it. Oh, like, God, it's so bad. Here's the problem. It's with, so bad. The, the problem with sequels done by the same creative team is that they're recycled ideas. I guarantee you there are scenes in Boondock Saints 2 that they just couldn't fit in the original Boondock Saints. So they yeah, l- laced together this loose plot and did it. And one of my favorite, uh, you know, I, I eat up um, documentaries and, and behind-the-scenes stuff. Love it. Yep. And I have the Alien Anthology pack on Blu-ray. And for anybody who likes science fiction, fantasy, horror, action, anything, pick this up. Because not only do you get the first three movies, I actually have a lot more respect for Alien 3 than I did because of the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a bonus disc that has all the behind-the-scenes stuff from when they re-released uh, the movies for their anniversaries. And there's a commentary track on Aliens by uh, James Cameron and uh, Michael Bean and Lance Henriksen and Jeanette Goldstein and uh, Galen Hurd and Stan Winston. They all have different parts of this commentary. And, you know, James Cameron is just epic when he goes into it because he discusses the production process and he's like from day one i told everybody we are not doing a remake we are doing a sequel well good fantastic well there's i was just gonna say there's two different types of sequels out there some see or there should be two different points to sequels sometimes there's a sequel because we want to see more of the same shit Right. A scary movie, 1, 2, 3, 4, 18, 12. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. the point of those, you know, oh, we're not yeah, trying to move it. the plot along. We're trying to do the same thing again. And get paid. Because we get like paid. money. Because we like money. And they're enjoyable. They're not meant to be there. And then there's a sequel that's supposed to move the story along. Yep. And we've all encountered sequels that need to get to the fucking point. They do. Mm-hmm. They need to get to the fucking point. Like, let's move on. We've like sometimes they draw it out. Um, we've we've seen this a lot with trilogies made into quadrilles or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> yeah, um, you, know? you, you said that in the last one. Like, it's well, a, I said I call it a forkwool or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, but that's that comes from um, oh my god when the when the aliens movies were originally um, re released as a, as a DVD pack, they called it the quadrilogy. That's I, was, was, a, yes. I was like, the, that's the stupidest name ever. <laughs> After a trilogy, it's a series, right? <laughs> but I think that's the case sometimes. So I you know, just make fun of as much I as love a, it. It's, and I love me some Peter point. Jackson. I love anything the Lord of the Rings series always have. And I, in, speaking of extras that add to the whole thought process behind it, some of what uh, Philippa Boylan's, the what Boylan's, I would say her last name wrong, has said about the writing process and adapting a book to movie have been some of the favorite my, my favorite words I've ever heard in mm-hmm. regards to that. However, that being said, like he really did 
stretch out The Hobbit as oh, much as you possibly so could. Yeah, how do you make the shortest um, book in a series the longest? Let me, let me, same thing with Twilight. You could have cut out like half of Twilight and still got or, into the same fucking. Let movie. me interject for a second as I'm wont to do. <laughs> that was a book series. Did you see that? Did you say they released a different rated version of um, War of the Five Armies? No. Within the past month or so, I have not. So, the, yeah, you know what the difference is? Huh. The, the higher rated version. There's blood. They put all the blood in. Ah. That's all they did. They put all the blood in like eight minutes of like whatever. So, <laughs> moving moving along. So here, I'm going to move to our quick hit section. I tend to, I tend to take the I tend to like to find articles that have big lists. Like like we we talked about it before. Like you know, we got these lists. We're going to just kind of bang through it and 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 talk about stuff. Yeah. So what this list is that I want to talk about is the best. I found this on uh, Uprox because it's on my uh, Facebook feed. But it's uh, the best and worst TV show series finales of all time visualized. Okay. So basically what it's saying is, like, um, despite the TV show being awesome for any extended period of time, mm-hmm. that when you when you have your finale, you're expecting a finale. And if it falls short, people have a right to kind of bitch a little bit, okay? Are we, are we talking legit finales legit or series finales. that never really got finished? Let me Well, let, let me just kind of... Um, let me just we'll kind of go give through you, the list and we can go aside well, from there. Well, let me let me just right. I'm gonna read this I'm gonna read this verbatim from Mop Rocks and then give you a quick hit of ones that I'm talking about, okay? All right. So this is from uprocks.com and it says despite being good to great TV for long stretches of time, Lost, How I Met Your Mother, and Dexter have become punchlines because of their terrible series finales. No one's going to argue that they didn't suck, especially George R. R. Martin. But to not watch Lost because of a spotty conclusion is to deprive yourself of through the looking glass and the constant two of the most uniquely fantastic episodes of the 2000s. Occasionally, though, it works the other way. Six Feet Under was consistently solid for five seasons, but the SI, the SIA-assisted Everyone's Waiting has become the gold standard by which all their finales are judged. It's classic. Someone on Imager via Reddit put together a chart that shows which finales were good, SFU and Breaking Bad, so Six Feet Under and Breaking Bad, and which were bombs, True Blood, Enterprise, Desperate Housewives, etc., the data was collected by visualizing what the average episode rating on IMDb is, then adding a green line, finale rated higher than average, or red line, the finale rated lower than average. So let's say that you take, for instance, um, 24 is the first one. Okay? Right. So according to this, according to this list, 24 rated as a as a um, looks like a 65. Okay. But higher than its average. So, so hold on. Sorry. It, it rated consistently as, a, like, the, the show averaged a 65. Okay. Okay? 100 is, like, it does not, you can't get 100. Okay. okay. So, like, like so, so 24 rated a 65. The finale was plus 8 from there. It was, like, a, it was, okay. like, an... Or 18 is like an 83. Are, are they counting the, the recent, like, 12 episode? Like, no, I think, it, no, no, it was, I think the, it was the series finale. Okay. So, I, gave, I gave up after season five. I okay. So, on this list, I mean, I believe this list is five, 10, 15, 20, Because I don't think the starting episode This is 100. There are a, yeah. it looks like there's 100 shows here. Because on this one, it doesn't really matter what their beginning rating is. It really matters whether or not it was and, above and, or below. And, and we're, not gonna, we're not going to discuss the... Ones that are like a little bit better than what they mm-hmm. talked about better or a little bit... Actually, we're going to talk about all the ones that are a little bit worse than their average mm-hmm. standard uh, rating. But I'm going to talk about the ones that are like way better than their average rating. 
and I'm going to talk about the ones that are all under their average rating. Now, at this time, what I'm asking is, is that if you don't have an opinion to say, I, don't, I, I didn't watch it, whatever. I, I'm going to say right now, I've probably not seen most of these. I probably haven't seen most of them either. This is why this is our quick hit. This is where we're just going to kind of talk about it, and then if you had an issue, whatever question, bring it up. No, air your grievances now. So, um, so the ones that, I'll, I'll stop where we're going to talk about it, because the 24, 30 Rock, 902. I love 30 Rock's ending. I thought that was a good one. Didn't really watch it. Um, yes, Alias. Did. No, I know, but I, okay. was, I said 90210, I didn't really oh, watch okay. it. Oh, okay. Okay. Alias, did you watch Alias? Mm-mm. Claire? No, me either. Okay, that that had that was like one spot, that was like a negative two from its normal average. Um, Band of Brothers, did you watch Band of Brothers? Nope. Nope, my, me either. So we got uh, All in the Family Angel, Band of Brothers, uh, sorry, Avatar, Band of Brothers, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, Avatar, The Last Airbender? Yes. yes. What's that? That is in negative. Really? It's a yeah. so Avatar the Last Airbender Schmidge got negative. a negative oh, like three okay. percent. You know what I think the hardest thing? Like, so so this is okay. all this is not okay. the series, this is the series. Right. Have this. you I seen I've seen all I've, of, too, all of have Avatar. Have you seen all of J- Avatar, Jared? I've seen none of them. I mean like I have it's been because you loved it. I'm pretty sure it was on your episode. We talked a while back about shows that we wish or movies that we wish continued. I think at the end of Avatar, if you were involved in Avatar the way I was, like where you're like it's a good fucking series. It is an excellent, excellent series. And by the time you got to the end, and I think the last season, the last um, at last season or second to last season, had some points where you're like, "Come on, come on, get to it already." And then by the time you get to the end, I think you're almost like, "Wait, it's over!" Like you get so sucked into it that I think the ending is a little bit down. Because it ended, not because the show uh, was bad. Uh, no. Does that make sense? I, I yeah. get what you're saying. I I thought the entire series, front to back, including the finale of, of yeah. Last Airbender, was was excellent. Understandable. Yes. I agree. So I just wanted to get to the end at one point because I was I was um, binge watching it. Uh-huh. So I wanted to get to the end. So <laughs> so it's Avatar. It's in the A's. So, um, I'm looking, I'm just kind of whipping through here. Uh, Boy Meets World, everybody liked it when they were younger? Never watched it. Okay, didn't care. So, another one that I saw that, okay, so here's two that kind of, kind of piqued my interest a little bit. So, you have, um, you have Burn Notice and Charmed. Did either of you watch Burn Notice or Charmed? I, we watched Burn Notice, but we did not watch the last season. Me either. And I wish I could speak to it because, it's funny because Burn Notice actually ranked higher average TV, like average show by about... 20%, yet its season finale fell about 3% short of Charm. So Charm must have had like a stellar season finale. Cheers, it was before me. Chuck didn't watch it. Dallas, Deadwood. Steve, did you watch Deadwood? Nope. That's mm-hmm. one that's negative. Didn't watch Desperate Housewives. Dexter. I gave up on Dexter in season four. Yeah, I couldn't get through the John Leguizamo episodes. Nope. No, or, I, yeah, no couldn't, couldn't do, do it. it. And then, Steve, this is the one that hits us so, so close to home. So close to home. Dragon Ball Z. Um, well, did, it, did Dragon Ball Z have a legit conclusion? Or aren't the movies considered like extensions That's of That's what I... Like, I don't get it. So I, like, they, they're talking about the I don't know the, how you can call it a right. series finale. Like, yeah. does Are they, are Cause, they cause talking about like the Boo series? I don't know. I would think it's a Boo series because, like, you're, you, you, because that series is literally carried on in the movies. Yeah. Like the Broly saga, all that stuff is... Yeah, like Wrath of rather the Dragon... Than, Right, rather than rather than taking into account 
I'll do what I want with my shit. I will bang the table all I want. Sorry, Sorry I'm making fun of Jared because earlier he yelled at me for hitting the table and Sorry. he's like whapping the I, table. I, you never forget it happened to me, I forgot. <laughs> um, thank you, Ron White. But the, uh, thank you. But like, I I understand what they're saying is like, yeah, the TV show just kind of ended because they Yeah, and there's a lot of. There's a lot of episodes of DBZ that you could do without. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm like, I'm completely okay with them saying that's a shit. Like, because Dragon Ball Z, for instance, Steve, is rated at a... Three, nine seasons. But, but DBZ is rated at like in... Like on this list, it's in the top... It's in the top 10%. Oh, I wouldn't be okay. sure. I, I don't doubt it. However, the, however, the finale is below 10% on the, on huh. the rating. Well, I mean, yeah, it just kind of ends. It doesn't ever. It's not like yeah, right. it's like season exactly. finale to you know series so, finale to end the whole. So thing. Here, here's like, here's another one. I, here, here's another one I take that I that I kind of want to know more about Firefly. They rated Firefly though. See, but Firefly didn't have a conclusion, well, and it was shown on. out of order. Yeah, and this is my like, so other... technically the last the last episode of Firefly is objects in space according mm-hmm. to the way it was shot. Uh, the last episode that Fox aired was, I believe, uh, messages. If that's the the correct title, it's one that uh, Zoe and Malcolm's war buddy. The guys. last, the last, the last thing that Fox showed was the pilot. Yeah, and I mean it's just like which eh. was Firefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. This is another one where once again I think the rating is low because it was the end, and people are mad it's at the end, so they're rating. The rating be, gets that's skewed. Why I think. Well, oh, I would actually. Oh, I take I take umbrage with this one. Sorry, go ahead. I take umbrage with this one. Umbrage. Um. So. Like the the reason Umbridge. people are are mad at the Firefly series finale, quote unquote, is because they didn't finish the series. Exactly. They pulled the plug on. It. So the last episode that we know isn't what Josh Whedon. Is. Josh, God damn it! Quit saying Josh. I know you do it just to piss me off. It's Josh. Whatever. The the you want to know what the series finale to Firefly is? It's Serenity. Right. Right. Oh, that ends fucking awesome. Here's, okay, yeah. and here's another one. Like I said, I will take umbrage with because it's a real word, and that means that I have an issue with it. Is they mark they gave Futurama a negative twenty percent from their average. What was their last episode? The one where they start falling through time before the movies kick in, and then no, 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 no. The the last episode. Oh, then I probably haven't seen that. The last episode. I think is okay. The last episode ends with he with with Fry and Leela as like eighty five year old people, and the professor shows up. Okay, so like everybody like time has stopped. Okay, and then the professor finds out how to work get the the uh, chronotron chronotrons. Thank you. Working again, and is able to bring them back to a point in time before they met. And they they agree to go, and it walk and you open, and it they, when the season's over, they walk into the first episode. Maybe I did see that. And I, I think it's a it's 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 the cyclical. Well, they they do thing. A, they play with time a lot, right? Series. Which is, which is why I think it's okay. Oh, it's the one where Leela falls. Where they're having dinner on top of that roof, like when when Fry is falling through yeah. time uh-huh. as he tries to get her engagement ring, and he keeps like, just like he's able, like Bender's able to. Do it's it's he can he can, he can keep going back, but only so many seconds. Yeah, like three seconds back in time, and then right. it ends up being to where like the professor fixes it, 
Right. Because he blinks out of existence. I'll have to pull that and up. It's, no, sure. we'll, we'll watch it when we're done here. It's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say. It's amazing. Anyway, so, okay, so that's Futurama. So, um, one Which, that I... Was that, was that given a minus, then? It was given a mm-hmm. minus 20%. Oh. And I think it's a perfect cyclical... Because, because of what the fans were given when it originally ended was it's gone. And, and that, was, that was the second series that was brought back by fan participation. Yeah. First one was Family Guy. second one was Futurama. And Futurama gained three full seasons off of the fans going, we're buying the DVDs, we want this, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Family Guy had a lot of fans. They had, they had a larger audience. Right. I mean, there weren't any movies. It was just like, bring it back, and they did it. Right? Mm-hmm. Not No no harsh on that mellow at all. But Futurama, you needed... The manatees can only do so much. Right. So, one other one that... So, I'm just kind of looking through here. Glee, Heroes, whatever. I, Heroes is actually didn't... Positive or negative, it's exactly dead. It's exactly where he got marked. How I Met Your Mother. Did you watch How I Met Your Mother, Steve? Nope. Claire? About which one? How I Met Your Mother. We'd all guessed it by right. the time they got to it. And this is the one that it just took too fucking long to get to the goddamn I am before. documented a year before it happened of calling the exact season finale. The, before, yeah. before the next season but, came uh, out. Right. I just think that was one that the entire last season was too drug out. I don't understand why they couldn't have devoted slightly more time to the actual point. Part, okay. Of it. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? They tried to shove it all in <laughs> your throat in one episode. Phrasing! <laughs> but they did. They tried, you know, like, they hinted throughout the last season that this was how... Because you found out at the end of the second to last season that that was, was going to be the mother. I'm with you, man. But they drug it out. Speaking yeah. of things like dragging it out for a whole other season, rather than trying to drag it out, why not? why not put a little bit more into his story with the wife? But instead, they tried to jam it into right. like fifteen, not even like what ten minutes of the of the finale. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they tried to take yeah. it and put it into s- such a little encapsulated thing where they could have like met at the end of the second to last episode and had the entire last episode yeah. to fill in the blanks. But instead, they tried to put it in with all of this little. So here's a good one, Claire. Here's a good okay. one. Uh, yeah. Parks and Rec is on the positive. Love me some I don't see I haven't seen it, but I gotta say that's one that Claire and I started binge watch after we started watching it. Loved it. Yes. Okay, so I'm looking through here, and um, Claire, I think you you and I may have something to say on this. Steve, I don't know if you watch Scrubs or not. Love me some Scrubs. So the Scrubs 58 finale. So Scrubs episode 58 was a positive 15%. The Scrubs 59. So episode 59, when they're like, ah, I don't know if we did it right, got a negative 30. Again, same time, I think when Scrubs ended, I was just bitter that it ended. So I can't really speak to that too much. Smallville didn't watch. Claire, how did you feel about Sons of Anarchy? Um, Ending. Would you give it a plus or a minus? I think I'd give really, it a plus. Really, just plus or minus. Okay, it, it got a little plus. It that's get, fine. It gets, a little, it gets a little plus, because yep. that's all you can do at that yep. point. The whole, um, the whole last season was kind of like, oh. Looking here, yeah. Speaking of all my friends are dead. Spoiler alert! Uh, I did not watch the Office finale because I, I bailed. Oh. I bailed out about it plus two on that. years early. Yes. No, negative. Negative on yep. the Office finale. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Office, Office US office. had a higher had a higher rating than yes. Office UK. Yes. Steve, did you watch The Sopranos? Nope. Okay. And what about The Wire? Nope. X Files? Nope. Claire. Hmm. True Blood. Hmm. 
Still. It is a negative 45. I'm not surprised the whole last season again. Shitty. Like, oh my Shitty. god. Get to the fucking point. I didn't watch Two and a Half Men. I didn't watch Veronica Mars. I didn't watch Weeds or White Collars. So that's kind of where that brings that at. Yeah, I have not seen most of those. Yeah, you don't you don't tend to watch a lot of TV shows, do you? I just don't care. No, it's understandable. So, um, another issue we want to talk about is, as we are, we're, we're kind of comic book nerds on this show. <laughs> Tiny bit. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, had you heard who had been slated for Captain Marvel prior to the whole Ronda Rousey thing? Uh, I have not. Emily Blunt was slated for Captain Marvel. I could see that. I could see that, too. She did a great job in uh, End of Days. I thought she was Wait, a... I, I think she's a fantastic day. actress. Was, was it End of Days? What is... Yes. I think she is a fantastic actress. I have no problem with Emily Blunt. And I think she does a lot of things very, very, very well. One thing I would like to do is that... Um, I know that UTGH and and myself listen to a lot of the uh, Smodcast network stuff. And they even have Ming Chen doing one of their promos, which is amazing. Edge of Tomorrow is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, she was in Live, Die, Repeat. Yes. That Claire and I had that argument the other day. Yeah. The name of the show, name of the movie is Edge of Tomorrow. The name of the movie is Live, Die, Repeat, High Edge five, of Tomorrow. Bro. No, it's not. It's yes, it is. Live, Die, Repeat is their catchphrase. No, Live, Die, Repeat is how it shows up on that guy. Well, it is Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. Sure because they're doing Live, Die, Repeat, another movie after this one. That's Live, Die, Repeat is the is the thing, and then, and then the chapter of Edge of Tomorrow. Out, because it came out. They did. You're right. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you that you're 100 percent correct. However, oh. What's IMDb say? Who? IMDb is not the face. Face. <laughs> so and what, what's that? Oh, oh, that's the catchphrase up in the corner. Just yeah. Okay. That. Whatever. Anyway, Sorry. um, Kevin Smith was on a plane or getting on a bus or on a plane or whatever, getting off of a plane and was that's asked. Funny. So on Reddit. And all these other things. Um, Ronda Rousey has straight up said that she wants to play Captain Marvel in a in a new movie. And look, I, I'm all about not just casting the most hottest, like not hot, like as in. Anyway, you don't just take the Rock when he's a football player and and, and do a movie with him, right? But I, I liked what Kevin Smith had to say about it. So here's what. what what I'm saying, you don't take just a sports star like LeBron James, awesome in train wreck, but you don't just take LeBron James and go, oh, I'm going to make a movie around LeBron James because he's LeBron James. You don't take Ronda Rousey and go, oh, I'm going to make a movie about Ronda Rousey because he's Ronda Rousey. Especially if you're if you're Marvel and you now like now Marvel finally has the 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 nerd back backing to go, nah, we're going to pick a an, an actor to do this movie, but at the same time they're the people that pick Robert Dundee Jr. to play Iron Man. So, I don't know. But this is... Fucking brilliant. Right. But this is what Kevin Smith had to say about Ronda Rousey possibly playing um, Captain Marvel. Sound like a superhero to me. I don't know what it is. I wanted to ask you, um, there's this 
Yeah, you take that, you take that in your freaking whiskey glass. So, <laughs> I appreciate what Kevin Smith had to say because I kind of, I think that's pretty awesome. And I didn't know things about Ronda Rousey that kind of made me kind of get on her side about a few things. So, did you know, Steve, that Ronda Rousey is a huge Dragon Ball Z fan? I did not know that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I probably don't know most of the things that you're going to say because all I know is that she fights in UFC. Okay, so no, that's a, and that's where I was too. Like when I saw this shit, like a uh, few weeks, like it was before we left on vacation, right? We were dropping Missy off. So, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I did not know that Ronda Rousey was a fucking nerd. <clears throat> Hardcore. Interesting that she's a DBZ fan because there's no strong females in DBZ with the possible exception of 17. Yeah. And you, you know, know what? Just because you're a chick doesn't mean you have to have chick role models to know how to kick ass. Right. I'm not saying she does. I'm just, I'm just saying, saying like, you, not everyone has to, like... You don't have to yell. I'm do not you, yelling. Do you know who... I'm just saying some of the... Like, you don't have to necessarily have to have a strong female character uh-huh. to be inspired. No. That's all. And she said... Do you know who her favorite Dragon Ball Z character is? I'm going to say Vegeta. Yep. Now, for a look at her softer, nerdy side, Rousey has gone on camera stating that she would have gone cartoon for Vegeta. Popular Dragon Ball Z mega stud, bro. I just do don't. Live. I don't understand the appeal of Vegeta at all. He's the best person there is at making an entrance and getting immediately owned. Yeah, I hear you. Dude. All the time, he's never done anything awesome except when he killed himself to kill Boo, and then guess what? Boo wasn't dead. Yep. So womp womp. She is also an Olympic level medal winning judo badass. Okay. Okay. I get that. Okay. She's an up-and-coming action movie star, being in both in the Expendable movies. She's in Expendable 3, Fast and Furious 7, Entourage. She's been in all that shit, right? I'll have to check out Expendables 3. Then. And okay. she's mm-hmm. done her own stunts. She's a math nerd. Okay. Her father is a legit rocket scientist, and she's kind of following his footsteps, like, working that way. Okay. okay. Um, so, hold on. Trying to... F- this is not the specific one I'm looking for. Um... See, armbar, armbar, armbar. <laughs> um, she will fight on 24 hours notice. If she is given 24 hours, she will fight anybody the UFC puts up for her. Okay. So most, most UFC fighters, let alone championship belt holders, wouldn't dream of taking a fight on 24 hours notice. But Ronda is no ordinary mortal. This destroyer of arms and souls, Rinsley said she would fight any time the UFC asked her to fight. UFC 175 will be the third title defense in six months. This girl won't play. So she filled in for that when they were like, uh, we need you to come fight. She's like, okay, I'll go whip this bitch's ass and like stomped her out in 30 seconds. Yeah, I, I right? get it. She's uh, devoted to her craft. She's an excellent no, athlete. Right. Just because you're a fighter doesn't make you an actor. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, well, I'm as, you as, as we'll see on Sunday when Stephen Amell goes to SummerSlam to fight Stardust. Is he really? Yes. He's fighting Stardust. Yeah, he's fighting Cody Rhodes. Like, Cody Rhodes is your nemesis. <laughs> now, I haven't followed wrestling for a long time, but this shit is hilarious. Was that Up Rocks, I thought? Was it Up Rocks on that one? Yes. Hold on, all right. So. Um, I just, I think, yes, in some ways, no. In some ways, you're right. Just because just cause someone's a good athlete doesn't mean they are. But I'm going to throw out there that UFC. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. You're and the best. Wrestling especially, but UFC more than that. There is an aspect of, of marketing yourself 
which plays into being able to present a persona, oh, I like which it. is not For much sure. different from acting. Yeah, I mean, I to- I'm not, I'm not dissing this decision no. at all. And she's not going to play fucking Shakespeare. But here's the thing: they're they're going to position Carol Danvers as as Captain Marvel, and she is going to helm Phase Three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe when Robert Downey Jr.'s gone and Chris Evans and Captain America are dead. There's one yep. person who's going to run the Avengers and cross over into Guardians of the Galaxy yep. territory, and that's going to be Captain Marvel. So you're looking six to eight movies. Well, I got to say, shout out to UGH. I like their idea about, uh, it's been discussed, I don't remember where they, where they sourced it from, but the thought process of the Hulk showing up in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, because you don't need to do the whole Planet Hulk thing. But if Hulk shows up and he's the guy that bring and Banner brings them back to Earth, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I like that idea. Yeah, but no, 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 I'm just saying like that's like a complete sidebar. Yeah, yeah. But like, I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, that's like, and I, I have no doubt that you know she'd probably be perfectly serviceable in the role and bringing the star power to it would be would be perfectly fine. Okay, I just think there's other people who should be in the cons- in the in the I, conversation. And I'm not saying she's the perfect person for it. All I'm saying is that I think she should deserve some consideration because of my love for all things nerd. And sure. and th- Claire, thank you very much for um, pointing out there was an Uproxx article I was looking for, not BuzzFeed. So so here's the things. The title of this article is all the times. Ronda Rousey proved she is queen of the nerds. Okay? <laughs> so, one. So, Ronda Rousey is the most feared woman in the world, and according to Sports Illustrated, made the most dominant athlete alive today. I personally believe she is the most dominant athlete alive today. There is nobody in the world that is better at her sport than her right now. None, in my opinion. Like, Tiger back in his day, Tiger Woods, most dominant athlete. Michael Jordan, most dominant athlete. She is the undisputed, going to whip your ass female athlete. Period. I okay. would love to see her take on Mayweather. Oh, I would, she would beat the shit out I of him, I think. I would love to see it. If, if they're not putting him in boxing gloves, she would beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so anyway, so um, I'm sure Kemmer, that would be uh, Kenny Cornfine and uh, Summer Cornfine would probably love this. She's a Pokemon fanatic. She said uh, she got the trading cards first, drags dragon her. So she, like, she played the shit back in the day. She loved Pokemon trading cards back how, in the day. How old is Ronda Rousey? Claire, can you help me out with that? Yeah, she's 28, actually. 28. Okay. So she is so a healthy five years younger than me. Yeah. She's 28. She's also, you know, like, I was just looking up stats on her and Emily Blunt, for example. Um, Emily Blunt and her are both 5'7". But the difference is, is Emily Blunt is, is, is willowy, and she's got a longer frame. I'm not saying she can't put on muscle, but Ronda Rousey is already, like, she's got the weight to her that I think you need to see. In there for sure. Zoe Bell. Zoe Bell. Look, I'll have look to look her, her up, up with the but, three of them. But she has, yep. but she has some oomph to her, which I appreciate. And the other one, I know this is going to sound terrible, but Ronda Rousey is American, and Emily Blunt is not. And I know it doesn't matter, especially when you bring in, you know, like Thor is Australian and well, all these other things. Yeah, but at I, this I do believe Carol Danvers hails originally from uh, Strike, not Shield, so she would right. be European. Right. Right, but still, it's Captain I Marvel, it's an American yeah. series, I just... Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, one of those I don't things. Have, I don't have anything wrong with either of those two cast choices, I just have my own. That's I understand. And then, and then, like, you remember the same thing about Dragon Ball Z, like, the, the... So it's like, show you Dragon Ball Z, great. You know, the, for you and me, that's fantastic. But the thing that she... This is the article I was looking for, where the thing she said made me go, oh, man. Oh, that's, this chick's awesome. too old. She can't do it. So... She Zoe is. Bell? Yeah. Okay, let me see. She's 36. Yeah. No. She by the, hold on. By the time they get her worked into movies and stuff, 
She's never stopped working. I know, but by the time they get her into an actual casted role and get the movie out, and then you add her in six to eight more movies, she's going to be in her 40s. No, she could absolutely pull mm. So here's, here's what Ronda Rousey said that, that like, this, this statement hit so home to me. It was amazing. said, I quote, this is from Up Rocks, I quote, I used to come home and take VHS tapes and put a piece of tape over the little square and watch them over and over. I was obsessed. I knew I could be a superhero and get better if I trained hard. Vegeta's where it's at. Vegeta is my cartoon crush. Love him. I would have gone tuned for him. I would have Roger Rabbited the shit out of some Vegeta. Dude, he knocked up Balma and then ditched out on her to go train on the moon. That's hardcore. I love you, Ronda Rousey. Wow. And then Rousey is a diehard Dragon Ball Z. This is a picture quote. It says, right, Rousey's a diehard Dragon Ball Z fan and rarely shows up for events wearing a Goku hoodie. When she made it a surprise appearance at WrestleMania 31, she even wore a Vegeta shirt. Look at the Vegeta shirt. Look at that. It's over 9,000. <laughs> it's awesome. Next to The Rock, by the way, which is awesome. Okay, other, other nerd thing that makes me love her. She dresses up as Saturday morning cartoons for Halloween. Oh, she cosplays Sailor Moon. This is why she's queen of the nerd. Okay? All right. Lo- some love for Sailor Moon and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Awesome. <laughs> Completely. I mean, awesome. talk to you, homemade costume, right? And the thing that brings it all together, that just brings everything together for me, is she is a night elf hunter in World of Warcraft. <laughs> I quote, I actually started playing when I was a when I was in Bulgaria shooting the Expendables because I had a lot of downtime. I started as, with a night elf hunter. Now I have a blood elf rogue, a night elf hunter, and I have another night elf druid. But I'm not into her so much right now because I like outfits and the druids kind of look better when they're shape-shifting, which is true. I just like mounts and outfits. So right now, I'm totally more into my night elf because I just got a flying mount for it. It's a snowy griffin. I'm pretty stoked on it. Once I could fly, I was like, what? Three-dimensional everywhere? It just blew my mind. So I've been flying around everywhere this whole camp. And that's why she's the queen of the nerds. Ah. That is pretty legit. If, dude, if you like Dragon Ball Z, right? You play Pokemon, you're, you like Dragon Ball Z, you cosplay Sailor Moon and Ninja Turtles, and you play WoW? Dude, invite her to the TCA. Tell her we got, tell her, probably, tell her we got a fight for her. She'd probably have fun. I just don't think Zoe Bell, after reading her stuff, I don't think she has enough star power to enter the Marvel Universe. I don't think she has... I'm serious. that We're playing... One of my favorite games is, is this casted well? Mm-hmm. Because I have several issues with movies out there that I don't think got casted well. And though I'm sure she could pull off the stunts and could be kick-ass, I don't think she has the star power. Neither did to... Chris Evans. Oh, yes, he did. No. When he became Captain when America. When was the first time he had a leading role? Was Captain America. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was not. It most certainly was. Chris he was Evans? even quoted as saying, I don't like to be the leading role. I like to be the secondary role, which is why he was Hold Johnny on. fucking Storm. I know. Have you not? He has been in a shit ton of stuff. That's not a... that mainstream popular. Not Marvel oh. Captain fucking America. He's, Steve, Steve, Steve's right. I don't know. I. Chris Pratt. 
didn't have the star power before he went to Guardians. Oh, yes, he did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, what did he do before Guardians? Wait, what did he do? Parks and Rec. That, no, he was, yes. a, he was a tertiary character on Parks and Rec. No, he and wasn't. Rec. That was the thing. That, hold on. Before he got Guardians of the Galaxy... He was in the in the movie with the seal or with the the Osama bin Laden movie. Remember when he got Zero Dark up? Thirty? Zero Dark Thirty. Hold on, he was getting all kinds of internet and Twitter shit before Guardians of the Galaxy True. came no, out. You're right. In the two years leading two almost three years leading up to it because of, of Parks and Rec. So Chris Pratt, and that's the thing. I watch a lot of TV and a lot of movies. I've never heard of Zoe Bell. I knew exactly who Chris Pratt and Chris Evans were before they became. I'll their tell roles. you who Zoe fucking Bell is. Well, that's fine. You can. You also watch a lot of strange movies. Steve. That's strange movies. Steve. It's Quentin fucking Tarantino. You've seen Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. You know all the fucking stunt work in but it that's stunt was work. Zoe Bell. Good for her. She did all the stunt work on Xena. There's no have guarantee you, have she's you watched, a better actress than, have than you watched, this chick. Have you watched Death Proof? No. Watch Death Proof and you will agree with me. Does she act in it or does yes. she just stab people? She plays herself. She doesn't kill anybody. No, she's she's not the great actor. She's not. she's fine. No, no. She's, and you know she's, what? She's, she's an I hate okay to put this actor. out there. Like I know, like Miss Marvel isn't the prettiest thing on the planet, but I don't think. Yes, she fucking is. I don't think Carol this, I don't think Zoe Bell I've ever wanted to is see. attractive at all. Like her, she does. I don't think she is. I look at her and go, Yeah, she looks like the person standing in the background. I just don't think she is a spark. Ronda Rousey has figured out how to get in front of the fucking camera. You got to give her that. Okay, yeah, I don't she disagree. Has. I just, I'm I just, just fighting for I, my girl. Zoe right. Bell's you on the You gotta fight with your girl. Man, you gotta fight. Girl. So, Steve, watch Death Proof. Steve, you. Steve, Steve and Michael Barton. What? Did you bring your hat? Of course. You got your pipe? Yes. Steve, and Deputy Claire. And Deputy Claire. What's up? You, you already looked at it. <laughs> oh, I totally read the screen. <laughs> I know. So, Claire doesn't count anymore. <laughs> So, yeah, right? Right? How good is that? Amazeball. So this is from the, uh... Florida blog. This is, oh my god, this is actually from the Florida blog on <laughs> Sun Sentinel. I can't believe it's actually a thing. This is actually www.sunsentinel.com news strange Florida dash blog. So, Steve, if you were a jewelry thief... Okay. You stole, you stole some jewelry from somebody you knew. It doesn't make me a very good thief. <laughs> Steal but you people like don't know. You're, you're like you know what? This this person's in like a home. This person's in like like you know taking care of care toward you. Like, like I, a, I can rip like this a motherfucker home? off. Probably, oh, that's probably gay. exactly that's that. Terrible. But you're in Florida, so whatever. Okay. <laughs> Steve, what would you do with that jewelry? Wear it all the fucking time. And what would you do with that jewelry when the cops come question you about that jewelry? Fucking wear it. It's fine. Steve and Michael Barta, one for one, for the first <laughs> time ever. Cops. Jewelry thief wore stolen studs to police interview. Awesome. <laughs> this is from the thesunsentinel.com. August 19, 2015. 721 by uh, Barbara Hijack. <laughs> Wearing pricey diamonds in a rhinestone world can make you stand out. To cops. A woman recovering from surgery at a rehab center recognized a familiar face. Her nurse's aide from an assisted living facility where $8,000 worth of her bling had gone AWOL, cops oh. said, <laughs> reports the South Florida Sun Sentinel. 
The patient allegedly told officers the aide, identified as Candace McRae, was wearing her diamond earrings at the rehab center. <laughs> so this bitch lived. Okay, so, so hold on. The patient lives at this assisted living facility. She gets worked on, right? She's at the rehab center. Her nurse's aide from the other place is at the rehab center, and she sees her. Wearing her fucking earrings. When officers later questioned McRae, they noticed she was still sporting the same studs, records show. What about the other missing jewelry? Sometimes diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. Oh, wow. Get the duh tails at the Florida South Florida Sun Sentinel more Florida blog. <laughs> which is now a thing in Florida, That's apparently. Hilarious. Even Florida hates itself. Why wouldn't it? It's fucking horrible. And, um, by the way, um, Carol Danvers yeah. first appears as a member of the United States Air Force. Depends on what continuity you read. Um, and that's the, her first. It depends first on what continuity you read. <laughs> first shows up March 1968 as part of the United States Air Force, and then an explosion. Um, gives her cosmic. War- is that when she's oh, Warbird? Yeah. No, she becomes Warbird after she gets her powers. Okay. Um, after a fusion of alien of of Kree, she gets fused yeah. yeah, with Kree. I bet she gets splooged with Kree. Splooged with Kree. And then Rogue gets a hold of her and steals all her powers, and that's mm-hmm. when Rogue becomes a Rogue that we all love and know. So, Steve. What? Let's say you're not a Florida company. Uh-oh. Let's say that you are I'm a... Not, uh, I'm not a Florida company? You're not a Florida company. Okay. You're not a Florida company now. Okay? All right. Let's say you're a... Uh, you're an owner of a wine company. Right? Okay. Like a... Like a president of a wine company? Owner. Okay. Owner. So Steve, like, Steve's Wine. St- this is Steve's Wine dot fucking com. Okay. Hmm. Party hard liquors. I kind of like yep. that. And you live in the UK. Oh, God. Kill myself now. And... <laughs> and your slogan... Okay, so, so your company, you're not Steve's Wine anymore or anything, okay? Okay. Right? You're another company. And your slogan, <laughs> so, 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 so you're Premier Estates Wine. You're, you're, you're in the UK, you're Premier Estates Wine. You're looking to make, make an name for yourself. Okay. In the, uh, in the general market of the UK. And you hire yourself a nice, pretty model. To market your wine, okay. she's she's gonna sit there with a glass of wine and tell everybody about your wine. Sounds legit. What slogan would you go with? Like pretty model sitting there. You're a new wine company in the UK, and then you remember that you're kind of from Florida. Then <laughs> you remember, wow! I hold on, I don't live here originally. I'm from Florida, and now I'm in the UK and I think I'm stupid like Florida. What would you what would you say you would have a woman try and sell as the uh, slogan for your wine company as Premier Estates Wine in the UK? <laughs> They're not really from Florida, but this is this is fucking Florida. This is like Florida UK, okay? Okay. So if we're talking about it, it's gotta be the stupidest thing possible. So hold on. Let, let, me, let me let me give you another hint. Don't look at the words. You gotta promise you're gonna look at the words. I'm gonna show you the picture. Okay? 
Ready? Don't look at the words. Okay. So here's the picture. I'm, I'm going to put it up on something gay page. Here's the picture. What are you advertising? Why is the wine in her crotch? What are you advertising as the slogan for your wine, Steve? Drink my crotch wine? Oh, you are so close! Oh my god, I love it. You think Florida? You think UK? Yeah, no. Uh, taste the bush. <laughs> taste the bush. That's what Premier State's wine is doing. He's saying, taste the bush. Um, and they're wondering why people have a problem with a female in their ad saying, taste the bush. Hashtag <laughs> phrasing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to be clever. Our world today seems so familiar. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and skip this ad in a minute. We're going to go ahead and like place ad right here. So here you go. Here's the, uh, from the Daily Mirror. For great quality wines at very reasonable prices, I go for Premier Estates every time. Take this exquisite Aussie Shiraz, a mere $5.99 a bottle. Mmm. Luscious, earthy, bursting with fruit and spice. Australia practically jumps out of the glass. In fact, some say you can almost taste the bush. <laughs> Premier Estates. <laughs> oh my gosh, you gotta see your face. Oh shit, Steve. Dude, look at this. Take this shit out. Hold on. I like that she almost laughs when she goes to say, yeah. taste the book. Oh, check this shit out. She knows what she's saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you gotta see this. And, uh, and all of you at home, try and watch it on your phone. No, I'm, I'm gonna post getting. it. It's gonna be fucking hilarious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it. Hold on, we're gonna do it one more time, guys. Sorry, you have to deal with it. Because Steve needs to see it. And Jerry doesn't know how to hit pause. I do. I, I miss the pause. You'll edit it out later? No, I will. Yes, I'll edit it out later. <laughs> At Unilever, we want our brands to help create a bright... I don't want your head. Shut up. ...is working with thousands of farmers. Nobody wants farmers. Okay, here you go, Steve. Watch. Take this shit out again. Here we go. One more time. For great quality wines at very reasonable prices, I go for Premier Estates every time. Take this exquisite Aussie Shiraz, a mere five ninety nine a bottle. Is that pounds or dollars? Mm. Pounds. No. Euro. American. Or, Australian dollars. Australia practically jumps out of the no, glass. No, it's not. It's UK. In fact, some say you can almost taste the bush. Oh, that's definitely a Florida okay. marketing company. If it were company. in the UK, they would have said euros. No, it says it just said five ninety nine. No. It's it's not Whatever. pounds, not dollars. It's euro. They're in the UK. It's from the mirror. Oh, it's God. the UK. No, but the, but the company the, is Australian. No, she said it, no. It tastes like an Aussie wine. I don't think she said it tastes like. Oh, she Jesus. says try this Australian Shiraz. No, she didn't. Oh she my God. I, I don't care. The funny thing is, is that oh, there, oh. I know there's going to be an uproar over this, and this is going to be funny. Oh yes, there is. One more time. Oh, Jesus. Our world today seems so... Because Claire and I can't be... I will. It's just like, just fucking button. Shut up. This poor poor. There's only one way to know. To be there. Sorry. You say this poor horse. Yeah, fuck you. Because it's getting beaten. For great quality wines at very reasonable prices, I go for Premier Estates every time. Take this exquisite Aussie Shiraz. A mere $5.99 a bottle. Right. Aussie. They're Shiraz. in the U fucking K. But it's still 
still it's fucking Australian. No, it's not. It's a UK. It's an. She said Aussie shirt. But it's sold in euros in the UK. It doesn't matter. I not. Shut the fuck up and listen to me for five goddamn seconds. It's still an Australian wine. The company might be what's it called, but the goddamn grapes are from Australia. So why did you say what does it matter about the dollar then? Because you were like obsessed that whatever. Because you don't even know what you're talking oh, about. Oh my god! <laughs> Says you. <laughs> oh. Says me. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Want to talk about people drowning in? <laughs> no. Let's talk about people drowning. Why would we talk about people drowning? No, we're probably ready to uh, you know, call an episode, Steve. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Why don't you uh, want to play back and forth again like we did last time? <clears throat> Let's promo some stuff. Uh, yes, uh, as a reminder, while the weather's still gorgeous, come see my friend uh, Chris Moran. Play every Tuesday and Thursday at Bailey's Bar and Grill in uh, Tinley Park. Get some booze, get some food, get some tunes. Good time. You might even see your favorite photographer slash videographer slash referee there. And what's your other marketable skill? Uh, being tall. That's true. Uh, do you anything about pain absorption? Pain absorption? Wasn't like the, when you said that like on the last episode of On Das Drawings, so like something that was one of your other marketable skills? Mm, sure, why not? Anyway. <laughs> so uh, one of the things probably already happened by the time you guys listen to this, because Nick Prohl is a lazy motherfucker, is uh, the TCA doubles event has probably already happened, and there's a new champion being crowned. Mm-hmm. However, there are uh, two more TCA events coming up in the uh, very, very near future with uh, many opportunities for new people to jump in the mix. Uh, we'd like to see you come out to that. So I'd like to uh, pass it back over to Steve, and let's talk about some uh, stuff on the Disease Network. Yes, be sure and watch all the shows on the Disease Network, such as You're Gonna Get a Disease, featuring Luke and Nick. Um, that just happened, featuring Adam and Rodney. Something Gate with Jared Sampson and Stephen Michael Barta. We're going to listen to the Badge Dialogues. If I ever get around to recording another episode with me. Claire Sampson. And... Dust Drunks featuring Booze and whoever shows up. And I think we're going to be hearing another show coming up here pretty soon featuring Ryan and Caesar. Something about uh, sex drive and shit like that. I couldn't really understand the references because I'm probably old. And oh well, they're they're naming the um, their domain uh, backslash we rule. Which oh, is, that's pretty cool. Which is uh, a one liner from that movie. I see, and, I'm, and I've never seen that. Movie. Okay, you've okay. You have to see that movie. sex drive. Yes. Okay, cool. You have to see the. I'd love to you, see it. You have to see the theatrical cut, and then you have to see the okay. director's cut. Cool. Uh, and I, and I trust what you have to say, so I'm going to say it. I'm going to see it. Definitely uh, one of the better comedies to come out in, in, you know, a while. Cool. And it's it's old, too, by this point. It's right, got, right. Uh, has Cyclops in it. And, oh, nice. Nice. James Marsden. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Doing his best uh, Stifler impression. Oh, oh, really? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely great comedy and... Uh, yeah, the, definitely, definitely worth your time to watch both the original cut and definitely the uh, extended cut. See, you want to take us out on a uh, haters gonna hate? Uh, well, sure. I mean, haters are gonna hate, and alligators is gonna alligate, and referees are gonna dominate come Sunday. So, <laughs> thanks for listening to Something Gate. This has been Jared Sampson and Steve Barta. We'll catch you guys next time. And Claire. Yeah, and that bitch. Wow. Good night. <laughs>
bitch. Sorry you had to listen to us fight. She's not a bitch. I love her to death. Most of the time. But she is that bitch. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, bud. <laughs> we catch you later, y'all. Good night.